Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. How's Hello. it going? Good. You? Yeah, not too bad. I've still got bits of purple ones stuck in my teeth. <laughs> still making our way through the Christmas chocolates before we start recording podcasts. Yeah. As is the way. It's going to be weird when they're all out. I don't know what we're going to do. It's going to be weird when it's March and we're still doing it. I guess the, the good thing is about them lasting this long is that the transition to Easter chocolate is going to be pretty much immediate. So I mean, there, there the Easter eggs be, are already out. There won't be a transitional period between no. Christmas chocolates and Easter chocolates. We'll just go straight in. Yeah. We've planned this quite well, actually, I think. I've not brought too many chocolates each week so that we run out too quickly, but I've brought enough that we feel... It's going to know, be a steady, uh, just throughout the year, just... Yeah. There will never not be chocolates no. to have. There always are going to be some. It'll be so. like birthday chocolates by like after that, and then... Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there'll be holiday chocolates, I'd imagine, maybe. Yeah, bring some stuff back from Disney World, perhaps. Yeah. Nice. Recommend the chocolate-covered Mickey Mouse-shaped pretzels that you can get. Yes. There's a good like candy shop in Disney Springs, which is where I bought them last time. Brought them uh, back for my colleagues at work. Went down a treat. So I'm looking forward to getting some brownie points by bringing them to what since then has become a new place of work. Uh, hopefully they go down just as well. That's the yeah, plan that'd be, anyway. Uh, that'd be a great shout. Yeah. Thanks everyone who uh, helped make last week's episode our most listened to episode today. <laughs> Amazing scenes, Josh. Amazing scenes. And and there's it seemed like there's been, based on our figures since we started doing this, phenomenal amount of interest in... Islands of Adventure and what they're up to, specifically the Harry Potter roller coaster, which has been leaked and leaked and leaked all over again. And as yeah. we found out this week, those are all accurate. But before we move on to that, I wanted to oh. raise two little stories that it was pretty cool because for those of you who don't know, who might not have picked up on this over the course of previous episodes, I, I work in a newsroom. You do? Uh, I am. I'm a journalist, apparently. Right. Like, I you? write news about stuff is that your official title yeah that's what it says on my card <laughs> let me in please i'll write news about stuff or write stuff about news whichever way around i got to write two thing part related stories at work this oh. week josh yeah it was cool it was very difficult for me not to like quote myself within the story <laughs> tom akers from the park rush podcast told sky news <laughs> well yeah it was uh it was a shocking incident blah 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 because obviously we're not going to write about Roller coaster announcements. We will write about scandal. Love a bit of scandal. For example, when the Donald Trump animatronic was introduced at Magic Kingdom. Yes. Uh, I remember pitching that as a story and it got picked up and I got to do that, which was quite good fun. And on a similar theme this week, we found out that a man had been kicked out of Disney World for having a Make America Great Again. Well, it wasn't a Make America Great Again banner. I believe it was like a Vote Trump. This is not the first time. Yeah, he's apparently been kicked out of Disneyland before for doing much the same thing. And so he did it at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I think on the boat that goes around Tom Sawyer Island, the big steamboat looking thing. Yeah. He unfurled a Vote Trump 2020 banner <laughs> off the side of this boat. Oh, my God. It look, actually looks quite funny. And you can see why Disney would take issue with it, because it does, the way it had been unfurled yes. and just draped down the side did make it look like they were it was a it. Disney endorsement. Yeah. But what can you do? I don't know. Maybe they could have argued that it was just part of the Hall of Presidents marketing uh, yeah. scheme or something. Obviously, it's ve they're very uh, keen. There, there is no politics in... 
uh, Magic Kingdom. No. Uh, Hall of Presidents is strictly historical. Yes. Is it still narrated by Morgan Freeman? Have they have they added anything to that? I mean, obviously, I'm going to... Well, it's not nailed on that I'll be going to Magic Kingdom uh, next month when I'm in Florida. But if I do, I, I'm I'm going to make sure we, we try the Hall of Presidents because I have to see Trump. And he's, I'm curious no, so to he's, see if the documentary's a, been extended. He's at Epcot, so. isn't he? Is he? Yeah. I he, thought he was in the Hall of Presidents. I thought... I mean, he definitely was at some point, and unless they've taken him out. Oh, I thought he got added to the Epcot one. I didn't know there was an Epcot one. Yeah, in, in America. Oh, is there? I well, that's where... he was definitely in the Hall of Presidents. He was added to the Hall of Presidents, and I assume he remains there. Is that not at Epcot? No, it's in Magic Kingdom. It's, oh. it's in Liberty Square or wherever it is. It's oh, okay. in that little bit. Come on, Josh, I thought you were the uh, Magic Kingdom guru of the podcast. Well, because at Epcot you got the America Pavilion... Right. And in there is where all the presidents are. But there's a Hall of Presidents at Disney Magic Kingdom. It's a documentary yeah. narrated by Morgan Freeman. And at mm. the end, the, 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 the curtain comes up and there are animatronic figures of every president. And it ends with the in, the current president giving a, an inspirational speech. And it's not an exaggeration to say that the speech given by Trump in Magic Kingdom is by far the most professional and presidential speech he's ever given, <laughs> and it's coming out of this creepy waxwork at Disney World. I I've never done that, but I have done the one in Epcot. So okay, I don't know what fair enough. You may be there's some confusion. Yeah, but, um, can confirm there is a Hall of Presidents in right. Magic Kingdom. And then the other theme park news I got to do was um, panic stations. People stuck on a ride at SeaWorld for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I saw this in uh, San Diego. Yes, on like a gondola ride. Yeah, fire crews had to come and save the day, and it's, then they were uh, like, taken to land in speedboats. Not the first time I've seen this. There's uh, the Stratosphere in Las Vegas has roller coasters atop it, right? And one of them is like a an arm that then like hangs out the side of the building, right? You know, thousands of feet up. Yeah, and it broke. Nice, and they couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> I remember I was at Islands of Adventure once when the Pterodon flyers broke down, mm. and they had to get people in up on ladders to. Rescue people who were just stuck, sort of oh, you know, wow. hanging over, yeah, hanging over Jurassic Park, which is not where you want to be. No, I remember one time actually. People clearly are, uh, you know, the idea of a roller coaster breaking down in any manner can be quite scary. And I remember <laughs> there was one time where my dad was going on. Uh, it was when we were a bit younger, um, so he was going on the big rides by himself. Oh, of uh, and I, I can't remember what ride it was, but he had taken a while. So me and my mum and my sister were sort of waiting and the roller coaster didn't seem to be doing a lot. I'm like, oh, is it broken down or something? I don't know. My mum just sort of made like the off-the-cuff jokey comment like, oh, it's got stuck upside down. And there was a woman standing behind us. <laughs> it's got stuck upside down? <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's making just, a joke. Just the idea of a roller coaster getting <laughs> stuck at the top of a loop is pretty funny. Did but you know the uh, <laughs> loops aren't perfectly spherical? I didn't know that. Yeah, because uh, the human body can't take it. Oh. Which is why they're uh, sort of angled at the top of the elliptical, bit. I guess almost like an egg say. shape. Yes, right, nice. I did not know that. Yeah, well, there you are. are. You've um, you've put things right after your uh, your little hall of presidents yes. mishap there. Sorry, yeah. You've come back strong with a a good piece of trivia there, Josh. Well done. Shall we crack on? It's a news bumper special, Josh. Crack on. There's a lot of stuff going on. We're going to start with Ugh. Harry Potter roller coaster, Josh. Which our, our worst fears have been realised because last week. 
we spoke about the latest leak from Orlando Park Stop about this ride. Yeah. We now... Uh, sorry, she, Alicia Stella was on uh, the news. Yes, Alicia Stella of Park, Park Stop. Stop. Yeah. Was on like the local news out there. I Which think she was in one of the see. papers as well. Yeah, pretty cool. One day, Josh, we'll be on uh, whatever the local news station is here. I'm sure we'll we'll make it. KM when, Live. Yeah, when Paramount Park finally opens, yeah, or when there's a new piece of info to come, they'll 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 get us on. I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. Local experts. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, basically everything that has been leaked up until this point, and specifically the stuff that was leaked last week, has now been confirmed. Most notably, the name, uh, which is Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which we did say last week. Of Harry Potter wasn't great. Hogsmeade at Universal Studios. Yeah, and resorts. what we joked about last week about how once they've added all the branding to it, it'll be even longer. They have pretty much done because they put up what is essentially a press release on the Universal Orlando blog, and the title of it is what? Go down a bit. Sorry. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, an all-new experience in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Um, I think that's what it will say above the queue. <laughs> an all-new experience. Yeah, because I, I, I both love and hate the way they are so insistent that they have to refer to this as opening at the wizarding world of Harry Potter, Hogsmeade, in Universal Orlando. Yeah. Because I've seen people legitimately ask, are the Harry Potter things included in my park ticket? Because Universal always talks about them as if they're their own thing. Yeah. Like true. they would never talk about Spider Man like this. They would never like, say ride it only at Marvel Superhero Island at Mar- at Universal Orlando. It would be that's the Islands of Adventure, mate. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. But like, yeah, what do you make of the name? Then we obviously spoke about it last week. I assume now that it's confirmed, you are even less in favour. It's just a dumb name. It's too long. Yeah, boring. Yeah, it's not great. No, you know what I think we should call it. Come the ride that shall not be named. Oh, yeah. I like that. Nice. Yeah, I think I, I think that might be what because it doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? In its no. current state, no. Right, like, and at least you've got a, like a, there's a good gag in what you're calling it. Yeah, it's true. Like I'm trying to think of what we'll end up calling it because to be fair, when we're walking around the park and we're entering the park and someone says, "What we're we doing first Then no one says Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. No. Hogwarts. Yeah. Gringotts. Gringotts. What are we going to say for this one? Hagrid. Hagrid. What we're we doing first? We're doing Hagrid. Doing Hagrid. <laughs> I don't know. It's, do it's that uh, motorbike one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do the motorbike adventure. All oh, right. Is that in Zeus Landing? No, it's uh, Fangorn. No, be, no, that's Lord of the Rings. I'll Forbidden some, Forest. Uh, magical creatures. Yeah. It's a bit strange. Along with this, they've updated their promo picture, mm. which previously has just been uh, a track going through a forest with some ruins and a pixie. Yeah. Now they've added the roller coaster sort of car design yeah. itself to the track and this is very much what has been rumoured up until this point it's modelled on Hagrid's motorbike I think it looks pretty cool I like that a lot the track doesn't even go doesn't actually go up this high though does it I wouldn't have thought so but I guess we don't know for certain no so um, I'm assuming the that Hagrid will not be on the roller coaster. It's not going to be an E.T. situation. No, here. he is in his house, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. of course, the E.T. ride, Uh-oh. E.T. is in the bike, and then later on the ride is also in the ride. So I don't know if there's going to be a, a way in which they can make Hagrid like disappear. Is he going <laughs> to sink into a basket at the front of this bike or something? I don't know. But obviously, the way it's structured is... That, I don't know if this is actually how it'll end up looking, but the person... The front row is Hagrid, 
and a yeah. guest. And then every row past that is two guests in each row. Yes. I can't so imagine Hagrid will be there. My presumption is that it will just be two guests per row the whole way and Hagrid won't actually be on each on each train. No, that would be that my assumption. My, that is my assumption. It would be well. damn cool if he was. Yes. Um, but because you'd want to keep going on it until you got front row so you could buy that ride photo and be like, yeah. I'm sat next to Hagrid. But I don't think that's how it will work. I mean, what they should have done is put Hagrid in every single car. Right. And said it's Polyjuice Potion. Ah, yeah. And Hagrid gets progressively shorter in each row. Yeah. Uh, that might be quite fun. And then you have to figure out who you're actually in the ride with. Yeah, nice. Could be a, what a twist. Yeah. Um, the other big piece of news from this press release is that it opens on the 13th of June. Yes. Which unfortunately means we are going to miss it this year. So are we. But um, that's not too far off all the same. It is. That is 12 days after I get home. Ah, yeah. so when you're there, I mean, you might get lucky. Yeah. Might be some soft opening Yeah, going might be on. some uh, public... So it's not out of the question. Because what I was going to say is at the bare minimum, it's, it's going to be done by then. Like, yeah. So you'll, you'll, you might get a good view of um, how it's shaping up, what it looks like. I'll, I'm sure I'll at least hear it at some point. Do the Puss in Boots, uh, do the Puss in Boots face at the entrance. <laughs> please take your baseball cap off, hold it up against your chin. Think of the children. Over the, yeah, yeah. Get your niece and nephew up the front. <laughs> and cry, kids, cry. Stamp on one of yeah. their feet at the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Also, could I just give a good shout out to the name of the person who wrote this blog post? Baumgartner. It's a good name. Uh, similar to the guy who jumped out of that weird hot air balloon from space thing. Uh, His name was Baumgartner. Was it? Yeah. All right. Do you not remember that? No. The Red Bull sponsored guy. He jumped out of a, not a sponsor of us, but of him. He jumped out of a, it was like on the very edge of space. And he jumped out and, f- you know, free fall back to Earth. Well, I didn't know, but I don't remember this. Highest free fall. And his name was Baumgartner. Yeah. Nice. I wonder if they're related. Maybe. Because it's quite a distinctive name. Yeah, I think it's actually surprisingly common. Maybe it's common, yeah. yeah. I assume it's got German origins. Yes. Who knows? There's multiple know. different ways of spelling it as well. Right. It's probably got some, um- there's probably some umlauts involved in certain, certain spellings. Yes. Yeah. But Almost inevitably. You- yeah, exciting. How much more do you think they're going to show of this before it actually opens? Do you think we're going to get some videos? I think we'll get a scenes? video. Yeah. Um, some behind the scenes would be cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. But not too far to go now. What that That's about, well, less than four months. Yeah. So get hyped, I guess. Get hyped. Exciting times. Yeah, definitely. The other piece of news we have from Universal Florida this and, week. And speaking of E.T. Speaking of E.T., yes, is um, some potential changes to the way E.T. operates because of a, a very nasty-sounding accident on the ride quite recently. There are some conflicting reports, conflicting information about the exact nature of the injury. I'm not going to go into detail because it's pretty gnarly stuff, but uh, it sounds like it was, it was a youngster who got hurt. It was a, some sort of foot injury, and it seems like they're going to, yeah, like I say, make some changes to the way it operates. I think specifically how they load and unload the bikes. Yes. So I must admit it's been a long time since I've been on ET, but I don't, know exactly how you might get a foot injury like because they're almost uh, like foot rests in a kind of well because they're, they're, they're open-sided aren't they so yeah. uh, i guess if your foot was sort of out mm. as it started going and then like, it got caught between where you're sitting yeah and the catch fence i guess the that could load area way, yeah possibly I think that's probably what's happened right yeah but i think the practical implication of this is that 
queues apparently are moving a little slower now. Yes, yeah, gone from 15 to 45-ish minutes. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I must admit, when I saw the headline, changes coming to ET, I thought, oh, is it finally... They're giving it an upgrade, or are they, you know, making? Are they looking like they're making cuts to it with a view to getting rid of it? I don't know. Um, we have joked previously about how this ride is sacred and will never be taken out. Yes, uh, unless a Spiel- another Spielberg ride maybe comes in. Yeah, but I have to imagine it goes eventually. Yes. Yeah, I think. I think if that Spielberg thing is true, then would he not be content with Jurassic Park being? There? I think it's very specifically the I know Universal he Studios loves E.T. Like, E.T. I think is one of his. I don't think Islands counts in the deal. Oh, right. Fair. Yeah. I don't it's know difficult. 100%, but I think that might be the yeah. case. I mean, because it's difficult to know what other Spielberg films that haven't been in the park, but they'd almost have to like remake maybe something they've gotten rid of previously, like they did with King Kong. Yeah. Or... Or I don't know, it's difficult to know what films he's made that would be suited to roller coasters or other theme park rides that haven't been theme park rides already. I guess the the most recent thing that you would you could do is um Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. That might that could be like a licensing nightmare. You've got so many different Yeah. Basically just bring things. the Back to the Future Ride back boys, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so changes to ET then. But um, as a result of a very unfortunate incident, by the sounds it's, of it, it's weird. The un- licensing deals Universal has got going on. Like mm. obviously you got this with uh, Spielberg, a ride. Obviously you got the Marvel thing where they're never going to give up Marvel Island because as soon as they do, Disney's going to have a field day. The thing is though, do you th- do you feel like Universal could ever get to a position where they felt like they could be working on stuff off site and transition very quickly from? Marvel to something else and Disney be in a position where by the time they've got any Marvel stuff up and running in Florida Universal have already replaced their Marvel stuff with something really cool I don't know what that uh, might be I think if the uh, Batman what's the, the Justice League stuff had come off then you could see them potentially partnering with Warner Brothers on that stuff yeah because that could you could do a potential quick flip on that stuff still get the comic book vibe going on um, but I don't, don't think well, it didn't work. No. And the, I don't the know great. how hot property DC is. It, well, uh, DC is still massive, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think the movies have maybe damaged people's perception of it in the yeah. very, very mainstream. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think like Batman is always going to be popular. But I think yeah. people who didn't know who Cyborg was until they saw the movies are, are not going to be interested in Cyborg because of the movies. No. Whereas people who didn't know who Iron Man was until they saw the movies are now very interested in Iron yeah. Man because they did a really good job with but it. if you think about it, it's basically free money for Universal for the most part. Hey, yeah. you want to see Iron Man and the Hulk? Yeah. Got to come to Universal. I've never seen Iron Man at no, Iron's Adventure, to be fair. Captain America's there. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Hulk. Um, the X-Men. Yeah. Then you, you also got... Um, What's, uh, Peter Jackson there's that weird deal with Peter Jackson what's the Peter Jackson deal well they keep doing Peter Jackson films because they really want to put Lord of the Rings in the parks is that is that, is that why yeah so oh. like the Mortal, en- Mortal Engines that was Peter Jackson yeah and the reason they like part funded King that. Kong was obviously Peter yeah. Jackson it's because they really want to get Lord of the Rings what in the parks what was Tintin was that Universal I don't remember I can't remember off the top of my head no but the reason they keep doing Peter Jackson stuff is because they hope that when the bad or the people that are stopping them from the Tolkien uh, family go and Peter Jackson maybe has more sway, they can then 
use that too. I just wonder if Lord of the Rings will still have enough weight by the time that happens. As in his... In- I don't know, because it's going to be interesting to see how that Amazon series turns out and, and that kind of thing, because yeah. The Hobbit kind of came and went without a lot of fanfare, and if that Amazon show is not good or you know middling, then all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, the recent Lord of the Rings stuff has kind of been a bummer. What's How are people going to think about that trilogy in the years? I'm always going to cherish it. I absolutely love those films, and yeah, I, I can't imagine my, me ever not liking them. But, and and there's some people that kind of like The Hobbit. For some strange reason. Yeah, weirdos. Yeah. Put them on a list. <laughs> anyway, let's let's hop on over to Disney, Josh. Yeah. Where we've got a good mix here of hard news and gossip, which based on what's happened <laughs> with Harry Potter and various other things, basically take as true, but at this point, because uh, another scoop from parkstop.com is that a Lion King ride could be making its way to Animal Kingdom based on the upcoming remake rather than the original 90s film which hear me out i think actually makes some sense because they've already got the uh, musical there which is based on the original animation and it's great i think it works really well but i actually think that a sort of real a more realistic looking lion king attraction would actually jive with animal kingdom pretty well yeah yeah where, like well, generally speaking the park itself is themed to be you're walking through nature these realistic looking locations some of the rides are obviously more inspired by disney animation and things like that so that doesn't look realistic but rides that jive with that overall aesthetic of the park i think could could Why work. don't we get Blue Will Smith while we're at it in there, Tom? Yeah. Well, because what's the Aladdin got to do with the Animal Kingdom, Josh? I don't care, right? Live action Lion King, which isn't even goddamn live action. I never said it was. I said it was a remake. Yeah. I, I worded myself very carefully because I knew this rant was coming. <sighs> I was like, I'm going to give him at least as few bits of ammunition as I possibly can. OG Lion King is only Lion King. Well, you know, I, I I'm with you that I would always, I cannot envisage me cherishing this next Lion King more than the original. Hey, you know. However. He worked on his Raw and now he's the very best. Yes, well, I'm, I'm open minded. mighty king. All I'm saying is that I think there is sense to theming a Lion King ride to the new film. If this is where the kingdom's going, count me out. <laughs> right? Well, you know, maybe Will Smith. Genie will turn up in Pandora. He, he looks like he'd fit in pretty well there, actually. Um, anyway, some details on this. Not going to be a replacement for the existing show, by the sounds of it, which I think is great. I think they're uh, they're going to put it into Kilimanjaro Safari. They're going to take out the real lions and put put in put in some screens. <laughs> and yeah, maybe no one will notice that this isn't a real lion, but whatever. Or maybe Josh. Maybe the lines that they're training to talk for this movie, which is, is what actually is happening. Yes, not, sorry. It's not no, animation. No. They are going to do some stints at the park when they're done. Maybe. And they're going to talk to the guests. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're going to be big time actors put, by that point. They're probably not going to... Yeah. They're going to be pushing for like yeah. roles in the MCU. So Robert Downey Jr. is leaving, is he? Well, give me the role. <laughs> I'm a lion. <laughs> I'm a literal Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just imagine a lion in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> The Iron Lion. Oh. oh Lion Man. <laughs> That's a TV show. Perfect. <laughs> We've got this sorted. 
But um, yeah, so the attraction is going to be built close to the Festival of the Lion King, but it's not going to replace it. And it sounds like it's going to be one of those classic Disney tell the story of the film animatronics singing along. Everyone's having fun. Are they going to build Prod Rock? Well, you, you have to really, don't you? Come on. Come on. You've got to have some Pride Rock representation in there. The one thing I will say is that I wonder if... Um, it is actually called Savannah Circle. That's the the uh, road. Right. I think the big challenge for this film is going to be how much character they're able to inject into the animals. Because they're all going to be made to look like real animals. Yes. So, obviously, you can inject a lot more character into the faces of cartoon animals than you can, I would suggest, into more realistic looking animals. Yes. So I thought the animals looked kind of dumb in the Jungle Book, for example. Sure. So they're going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, approach that same challenge. Were they to be making animatronics, for example? Yeah. Um, based on the uh, live action Lion is King this characters. A John Favreau gig. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, who did direct Iron Man? Just saying. <laughs> Maybe did, Iron Lion is not such a fantasy after yeah. all. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm open-minded. I think it's cool. I, I think Animal Kingdom, this is this must be one of the very few moments in history where Animal Kingdom is like outdoing... I guess, is it outdoing Hollywood Studios at the moment on ride count? Like at this very specific moment in time? Uh, depends on your definition of ride. I guess. But I mean, I don't want to sit here counting them because that won't make for great listening. But just sort of... I think... My perception of it is that, yes, it could well be, or it's very close. Like, Animal Kingdom traditionally has had the least amount of rides, correct? Yeah, I think there's seven at Animal Kingdom. Right. I'm thinking, like, Epcot and MGM. There's a lot of work going on, is my point. So, I think by the time Star Wars is open, though, those roles will have swapped again. So, Animal Kingdom maybe will already be feeling like it could do with something new by the time, let's say, by this time next year. There's only five at MGM currently. Right. Jeez, that's not a lot, is it? No. But, yeah, uh, I, I'm open-minded on this, and, and it will be interesting to see how it turns out and how quickly they turn it around. The uh, Park Stop article speculates that it could be a pretty quick turnaround time on this. Now, I don't think that means it's going to be ready for the film to come out, but we'll have to wait and see. Maybe when they remake The Lion King 2, uh, the direct-to-video classic, <laughs> as a big-screen yeah. movie in live action, uh, it will uh, maybe it will be ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's more rides at Epcot than there are at MGM. Wow. Yeah. That is If you include Soarin', which I do. Cause... Yeah, Soarin's all right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Nice. Well, um, actual Disney news, Josh. You yeah. mentioned Epcot. Stuff is going on. I and I'm Epcot. not talking about the rides that we've known about for a while, such as the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster and, and... Ratatouille. Yes. Um, we're talking about the entrance pavilion. Is that right? Yes. Now, I'm not really a, an expert on Epcot. I've only been once, as I've mentioned on here previously, and it wasn't a particularly memorable experience. We we weren't there for very long. The weather was bad. blah bloody blah But, Josh, you are very much a fan of Epcot, and yeah. I feel like you are in a better position to discuss exactly what they're doing here. Josh, yes. what are they doing What are here? they doing? So, um, a while ago, they, they put in these... Um, Big monolithic slabs of stone, uh, which you could put, you know, they, you could put your pictures on and your well wishes, and they were to live forever in 
Disney. What, like guests? Could. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I think it was for one of the anniversaries, I believe. Uh, I can't remember which one. Leave a Legacy Photos. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, and there was a booth that you could get your photo taken at, and they'd turn it into these plaques, and the plaques would go up, and there's all these massive monolithic stones, and they it's really drab. Right. Um, it's kind, kind of dark, really, but in Berlin, there's a... I think it's Berlin. There's this... Uh, Holocaust monument. Right. Okay. Which is. Is this taking a turn? Yeah. And it's like basically, again, big monolithic slabs. Right. Well, it, it kind of has like. That vibe. Yeah. Oh, okay. For me, because they're all quite dark stone. and Okay. Um, and it was a good idea. It was I a mean, good way of generally some speaking, money. you don't want to be reminded of um, the Holocaust when you go into Disney World. No. Is, you know, by and large, I'd imagine that's. A sound position. Yes. Mm. Uh, and it kind of cluttered up and kind of ruined this entrance way. Yeah. Uh, and so they're getting rid of them. Well, not getting rid of them. They're being moved. Okay. Officially. Because uh, they're not allowed to get rid of them because of the contracts that they agreed on. Uh, but they can be moved anywhere on premises. So they're being moved. And in its place... Into the staff car park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in its place is uh, a new flowery entrance way. Yeah. Uh, Epcot, well known for great flower beds. Okay. Um, they do a various festivals, including one called the Flower and Garden Festival. Right. Uh, where they do these really, you know, really lovely toperies and uh, whatnot. I believe I can't remember if it's all the time, but they have like uh, Lightning McQueen there, uh, and they all often have bars and Woody and what cut into hedges and yes. stuff like that. Have they ever done an episode of Gardener's World at Epcot? I don't believe Monty so. Monty Don and his dogs? I don't think oh. so. Yeah. Groundfalls haven't been there. No? No. Darn it. Yeah. So, th- And this is obviously kind of stage one or stage 0.5 or whatever of the complete new redesign of this sort of front entrance way. Right. Uh, they're getting rid of a lot of the bigger buildings because it's quite busy in the front of the park. Okay. Um, obviously, you've got Spaceship Earth, which is the big golf ball, uh, and the sort of buildings around that. They were going to sort of get ripped apart. This new, more open, more uh, vibrant, more greed, more colourful, more flowery entranceway is going to be put in. That sounds pretty extensive then. Yeah. So um, is that going to cause some... So while they're doing this, when you enter Epcot, what, what's going to be what, what's going to be going on? What's it going to look like? A mess? I... Are you going to get diverted elsewhere? Have they said? I don't know. Well, I guess because a lot of the space right now is taken up by these slabs anyway. Right. So you could probably put some walls around it and not take up that much more space. Fair. Because there's very little walkway space there anyway. Okay. Um, so you could probably get them, get the slabs down mm. fairly quickly, get these new flower beds sort of built, and then get the flower ranges in fairly quickly, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, the part sort of from Spaceship Earth backwards it's going to take longer right because buildings that need to come down uh, talks of shutting spaceship earth because um, it used to be sponsored by Siemens so they're talking about uh, refitting it potentially putting, maybe even putting a new ride in there some discussions mini that. golf mini golf yes mini yeah. golf in the big golf ball nice well has to happen has to I'm surprised happen. it hasn't already frankly <laughs> uh, and that would mean ripping down the buildings around that as well uh, yeah, and sponsored by Park Rush, I've heard. Yes, keep it to yourself for now. No one, no one needs we to know. Do, we don't have the budget for that. Well, yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. But they're also putting in Tom. 
Oh. First of its kind play pavilion. Right. Is what's this? Like a big play area? Yeah, basically. Oh. Uh, and it's going into the space previously known as the Wonders of Life. Okay. Which was so that Epcot is designed on these. Oh, the first part at least is pavilions. Right. And each pavilion does different things. So you've got like the living with the land uh, in the land pavilion. You've got the seas pavilion, which is you know, like a Nemo thing in there. Oh, I did that. The crush yes. thing. That was not great, yeah. I seem to remember. And you've got the wonders of life. Interventions was in one of them. I can't remember. There's, and sort of a lot of them have been shuttered throughout the years. So you've only got like a couple of them left. Uh, and wonders of life was one of the ones that was used quite extensively and then was shut down. So they're going to repurpose it as this new play pavilion. Looks really cool. Looks like a cool idea. Yeah. Um, it's very neon. Yes. It's and devoted to playful fun and featuring an innovative city that will come to life under the dome of the unnamed pavilion. I mean, I love playful fun. Yes. So I'm all on board, yeah. frankly. What I mean, what sort of other fun is there, really? I, I don't really know, to be fair. But playful fun seems like a... A pretty decent variety of fun. Well, Josh, I'm going to propose we take a very quick break and then we're going to be back in just a second. We're back. We are back. Josh, you've recovered. Yes. That's good to know. Hopefully, anyway. Because your voice is going to be put to the test now, Josh, because we're introducing to the Park Rush podcast some premium local content each week now we feel like you know with good reason we focus a lot on the u.s specifically florida who'd have thought it's basically the theme park capital of the world yeah but there are some theme parks here in old blighty and some other sort of similar attractions some very well regarded theme parks yeah definitely and uh, Josh, you're, you're rather passionate about them. You, you're a fan of a lot of them. Yeah. And you felt like we should be talking about them with a little more regularity here on the Park Rush podcast. Yeah. So, um, you know, if listening figures dwindle, it's all your fault, mate. We are uh, British after all. And as we know, Regret- Brexit means Brexit. Regret- <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, why not bring in some... Is that, what, is that the name of this segment? Brexit means Brexit. Yeah. We have to uh, talk like this throughout the old... God damn thing. <laughs> right, so what we're talking about first, the haunted ass monster party at Legoland Windsor. Is that yeah. right? Well, I'm not actually going to do this. It'll no, it's people probably mad. Not. It's even worse than my South African. <laughs> I'm probably I thought more that was pretty good. It was okay, yeah. yeah. Not too bad. Um, today, yeah. uh, as we're recording this, which is the 23rd of February, Saturday is the uh, like opening day of the UK theme park season. Is it? Is that who? Who determines that? Who's in charge of that? I guess it's it's when the Secretary of State for theme parks. Because a lot of theme parks close over winter. Oh right. Yeah, because it's because no one turns up. Yeah. So why bother? Sure. Because it's like costs loads of money. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So you know the weather's getting better. Mm -hmm. People start coming. Positively balmy out there today. It is. On the walk to the studio, I had to strip off the uh, halfway down the halfway down the main road. I thought, whew. Giving some people a show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard someone from their bedroom window, like, wolf whistling at me. Oh, well, I bet. It happens so often, yeah. I kind of just take it in my stride. <laughs> uh, put me off my stride. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, gotta, gotta what better segue to start talking about Legoland? Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, I, we've talked about Legoland previously. Yeah. Um, when I did my uh, theme park rides I miss episode, I talked about the jungle coaster at Legoland. I had a weird story about yep. the history of that ride. It's not there anymore. Um, but this is something that's coming to Legoland, something new coming to Legoland Windsor. Yeah, sure um, is. What you got for us, Josh? It's the Haunted House Monster Party. Oh, boy. Opens on the 13th of April. Weird time to open a seemingly Halloween-type attraction. Yeah, I don't know if there's a thing going on, yeah. or... But I guess they're not, like... If Universal aren't going to make use of their classic monsters, then goddammit, <laughs> exactly, Legoland yeah. will. I'm assuming they're going to be cool monsters. Friend- frightfully friendly. Well... Uh, is Lord Vampire? They got a, yeah, they got a vampire. They got a Frankenstein's monster-looking thing that looks like a vampire lady, maybe back in the back there. And and to be honest, that lady, that Lego lady at the back of this little graphic we're looking at, looks kind of like the mummy from the Tom Cruise movie. That one, yeah, yeah, which is kind of disconcerting. If I think if that's I a so. lady skeleton, maybe in a suit. Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, what else could it be? Well, yeah. But her eyes aren't, like, blacked out like that, the other skeleton next no, to her. So true. maybe it's not a skeleton. Mm. It's difficult to know. It is. But, uh, I, you know, I didn't expect to have such difficulty identifying these Lego characters. Gargoyles. Gargoyles, yeah. Nice. Uh, so you're going to be invited in. There's going to be gargoyles that are uh, <laughs> telling jokes. Like mm. the ones in Hunchback. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, nice. Uh, and there's going to be you're going to take seats around around a banquet table. There's going to be uh, party food. It's nice. going to be like a cocktail sausages covered in ketchup, so they look like fingers. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking party rings, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> just just want party rings. Party rings with cocktail sausages sticking out of them, covered in blood, so they look like fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be potion bottles to drink out of, filled with ribena, filled with uh, potions. Nice. Yeah. It's quite cool. It's, I think it's just like it's just like this sort of banquet type thing, and you just have a bit of a good time. Well, one would hope. I like yeah. to have good times when I go to theme parks. So, I, but of course, you need kids to go to Legoland. It doesn't like quite officially say. It doesn't say what it is specifically, but it's a it's a food thing. Right. It's an eatery. Yeah, but then it says to celebrate the ride opening date, which seems like a yeah a slightly bold way of describing this attraction yeah. but what what whatever i mean we'll see exactly how it turns out i guess i, I just find it a bit strange that there's oh uh, hang on a spooky attraction opening in april no i know what this is oh yeah i've just uh i've just reread it and Has I, someone I, not done the homework i've obviously misread it the first time that i read it oh, uh thinking that it was an easy it's not it's uh it's, it's hex what am i not paying you for it's, it's hex oh they it's hex yeah Right, so it's not it's not a it's not an eatery. No, it's, it's fake food. <laughs> it's fake food. It was fake news all this time. Right, it's hex. So it's basically hex. It's basically hex. But instead of a tree being in the middle of a the room, there's a table. Right. So you, you, I mean, we spoke about hex, which is a ride at Alton Towers. Is yes. That right? On our theme park letdowns episode. Yeah. So clearly, your excitement for this has just plummeted. I thought I was going to get party rings, and instead I'm just going to have to go on Hex. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. It's, it's, it's identically set up. Like, if you look at this, as you can see in this picture... So, two rows of guests sitting on opposite ends of a room, and the room is going to, like, swing or move or something uh, the, like that? The r- room will spin around... Or, or look like it's spinning around? Yeah, the, well, the actual room will spin. Oh. But you will be stationary. Right. 
Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds novel. Like, well, not novel because it's as you say, it's hex. But yeah. well, better than a restaurant. Yeah. And nice. Like the room is almost identically set out as well, like hex. Yeah. This concept art. Now that you mention it, is kind of how I envisaged hex when you were talking about it the other week. But hey, whatever. Um. Moving on, we mentioned Alton Towers there briefly, and they've got their own dungeon coming. Which they do. You did mention briefly last week. Yeah, Alton Dungeons. Yeah. Um, be added to their long list. It's not a long list; it's a short list. Uh, <laughs> London, Blackpool, Edinburgh, Warwick Castle, and York. Okay. Warwick Castle will be in one place, not Warwick and a place called Castle. Right. Uh, this will be yeah. This will be their sixth. Uh, it's like a boat excursion. Which cool. is at a few of them already. Okay. Um, I think there's one at London Dungeons has a boat. Right. Uh, which has a reverse drop, I believe. On a boat? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Which I haven't I haven't been to Alton Towers. Uh, London Dungeons for quite some time. I was a kid, when, like a baby. When I first <laughs> went. Responsible parents. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't have any rides at the time. Or not any proper rides. They've since added them. It's since moved since the last time I've been there because it used to be under London Bridge Station pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's now moved to basically where the uh, aquarium is. Okay. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah. But Alton Towers Dungeon is an additional fee. So you have to pay your park ticket first to get into the park. Oh, so it's in the park. You can't turn up to only do the dungeon. No. Oh, right. That's. Yeah. <laughs> So you uh, does not include the admission to the theme park, which must be purchased separately, which is forty-ish pounds. Right. Top of my head, I don't know if that's changed, and I th- it's seasonal, so it will change throughout the year depending on when you go. Yeah, I believe. Uh, and then Alton Towers Dungeon is five pounds if booked in advance, or seven pound fifty on the door. Hmm. Fair enough. Now the standout line to me, I must admit, is the fact that it's going to be located in the old building of a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory ride. Yes. What What was that? Uh, I never went on this because it was like a it was a kids ride, but there was like a Charlie Chocolate Factory ride. It was like meant to be like you was in. Did Charlie they only let Factory. you on if you had a golden ticket? Yeah. Oh well, no. makes sense to close it uh, down, and it probably wasn't doing a lot. It of was trade. based on the new Charlie Chocolate Factory, I believe. Oh really? The Johnny Depp one? Yeah. Oh bizarre. Huh. And that closed in 2015, according to this, which means uh, presumably this has just been dormant since then? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. So, well, I guess maybe this might have taken some time to set up then. It sounds like it could be a fairly... Is this going to be, you know, similar in size and scope to the other dungeons around the country? Uh, No, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as big. Oh, okay. Um, But it will feature two rides, the boat ride and a drop ride. Oh, fair. Is, uh, what's at the London Dungeon in terms of ride? The boat ride, anything else? I can't remember exactly what's there. Right, fair um, enough. But you mentioned last week that we should probably go at some point. Yeah, I think we should do. So, London Dungeon is not that far away from where we are now. It's not. You're not wrong. Um, it's not a long journey. Um, should we bounce on over to Thorpe Park, Josh? Yeah. Which is, uh, I guess, the other sort of big boy of the, the UK theme park space. Sunny is these days. Alton Towers. Um, but rather than a, a new ride coming, although this might be the this might pave the way for a new ride coming certainly they've announced that they're closing a ride logger's leap which logger's looks leap. like a bog a bog standard log flume to me uh well, maybe slightly underselling it because it was apparently the tallest one tallest in the UK. UK, yeah um i really liked logger's leap oh you're familiar yes uh I used to go on it quite a lot when it was open uh so when we were y- much younger it used to be open 
regularly. You know, pretty much every time I went. Mm. Uh, there was also a train back then, like back last, like when I was a kid. Uh, it's like a petting zoo area. Ooh. Yeah, and that sort of went around in a circle around Loggers Leap and sort of like alongside Loggers Leap. That was quite cool. Nice. Uh, and then the train stopped running. Uh, Loggers Leap became sort of intermittent. Right. Uh, and now finally, uh, it's been shut but not officially closed for a, for a little bit now. But uh, yeah, they've officially announced. It's pretty much like, hey, we're opening on uh, Saturday and also we're not going to be opening Loggers Leap ever again. Right. Fair enough. Um, sad times. Uh, well, it's been there uh, 27 years, so it, it will certainly... Well, it's been a staple, I guess, for a lot of people that go there regularly, but... Yeah. Um, the time has come for it to go, I suppose. Log flumes in the UK, and obviously... Well, water rides, I can't imagine, are that popular here, because you can never guarantee the weather, and you're not going to want to do it, necessarily, if it's not, if it's not hot. No. Um, um, you don't want to be walking around when it's... Chilly or only mild, well, and you're all soggy. Man's not hot, so well, indeed. Um, and, uh, and they had they have tidal wave as well, or whatever they're calling that these days, right? Uh, which is uh, much like the boat ride, I guess the boat ride, uh, Dresser Park one or uh, the Bush Gardens one, okay, uh, but much shorter, yeah. Well, the tidal wave ride at Bush Gardens was extremely short, from what I remember, and basically only had that one big drop to it, and the rest of it was pretty much nothing. Well, and even, I don't think that's there. That's not there anymore. It's been no, gone for a while. But even that big drop wasn't one straight down drop. It sort of was it not? No, it sort of went uh, down in like bumps. It sort oh, of went, did it? I yeah. don't remember to be fair. Whereas this one, I know was you got down. absolutely soaked, and you could also stand on a bridge and watch it, and you'd get just as soaked there. Tidal wave you, was, um, or is exactly the same, right? Pretty much, um, but it has even less theming than the Bush Gardens one. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and the final entry you've brought today, Josh, for the uh, UK news theme park news, Flamingo Land. Flamingo Land. Yeah. Why well on known, earth is Flamingo? Land? Well known for flamingos. Right. Well, makes sense, I guess. Uh, they're building up uh, more and more attractions over time. Uh, based in North Yorkshire, uh, they've been pre- doing pretty well. You know, slowly building up, getting a decent reputation going. Um, <coughs> oh, he's dying again. Uh-oh. Um, this one apparently was built for a Brazilian theme park, Hoppy Hari. But uh, was never erected due to money constraints. This, this new roller coaster? Yeah. Right. Fair enough. So it's going to have ten inversions. And according to, uh, <coughs> ride, according to Ride Rater... .co.uk. It's going to be similar to Colossus at Thought Park. That's kind of a, a decent point of reference, it would seem. Yeah, Colossus uh, once held the record for uh, the most inversions, I believe. Right. Uh, or it was the world's first to 10. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... And then Smiler took that record. Yeah, took the inversion record. Huh, fair enough. 11 years. That's a lot of inversions in one roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. That's probably more inversions in one ride than there are total at like Universal <laughs> and Islands of Adventure. Uh, yeah. Because Hulk's got how many inversions? I don't know. Actually, well, what counts as an inversion? Do, do corkscrews count? Uh, yes. Right. Well, I guess Hulk's maybe got. Is it two loops and some corkscrews and maybe I don't. Does Hulk Hulk have cork corkscrews? Uh, it's got the it's got like a barrel roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you. Is there one loop where you kind of bail out? 
Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. It's been a, a little while. I can't quite remember. But There used to be a couple, obviously, with the... Uh, dragons. Jordan Dragons, yeah. Yeah. But obviously Rip Ride Rocket doesn't do a full loop, does it? Or does it? No. No. That one does bail out at kind yeah. of the last minute. It's a weird sensation when a loop bails out. The last yeah, minute, it's the kind Saw of Ride cool. does a lot of bail, bails out. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's pretty neat actually. I, I quite, I quite like the thrill you get from that. Well, that's cool. Yeah, thanks uh, very much to our UK correspondent Josh Lawrence. Thank you very much. Uh, a fine new instalment on the Park Rush podcast, and that is going to do it for this week's show. We are done. We're done here. Thanks very much for listening. If you enjoyed this week's show and you're not a subscriber, you can do so on a variety, an ever-increasing variety of podcasting apps and platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Acast, Stitcher. I started listening to us on Overcast, which I have found uh, is, a, is a good place to find us as well. But I use Podcast Addict. Any podcast app um, that uses RSS feeds to build its library podcasts should have us on there. Hopefully. Because we have an RSS feed, yeah. would you believe? We're, we're even coming to iHeartRadio soon. Oh, nice. Um, you can also find us just by going direct to parkrush.com. You can listen to our entire back catalogue there. Leave us comments as well and likes and whatnot if you so choose. That would be great. Other ways to get in contact with us are on our Facebook and Twitter pages where we are Park Rush Podcast. We're also on Instagram with that same account name too. And you can email us. It's podcast at parkrush.com. Dot com. Uh, we will be back next week, of course. Thank you very much for listening. Until then, take it easy. Bye-bye. See ya.